what to do in the face of uncertainty. So a reasonably common question I see is, how do you remain equanimous? How do you remain at peace in the face of uncertainty in the world? Economic uncertainty, political uncertainty. When you see things happen that are deeply concerning, or we just face the simple truth that we really can't know how things are gonna play out in the next few months to few years. So there are all kinds of concerns we can rally around. Climate change, political concerns, economic concerns, artificial intelligence. And in the relative sense, these do deserve our attention and our concern. But I'd like to offer a very intimate and personal approach that can help you navigate these in surprisingly effective ways. That is, when we look out into the world and we see uncertainty, it's an opportunity to recognize that there's also a very personal kind of uncertainty that we are trying to navigate often when we hold these larger concerns. And sometimes we're trying to avoid noticing it. Now, depending on how I say it, it can sound better, like a mystery, the mystery of life, or it can sound worse, like the unknown, or that which you have no control over. So sometimes just the way it's presented, this truth, has to do with how the mind inflects it or how the body-mind reacts to it at an emotional level. But the truth is, if we're willing to forego all of the overlays, the interpretations, the belief structures that we use to distance ourselves from the immediate, then you'll see that there's this very obvious indeterminacy to this moment. It is deeply and profoundly mysterious. There's nothing that you can anchor yourself to, ultimately, because it's endlessly in flux. Now, when we first come in contact with that, it's often scary, at the very least uncomfortable. And this is because we've identified with a sort of pseudo-stability, the stability of the mind, of the belief structures, of our worldviews, of our inherent views. We've used that to stabilize this sense of identity, of I know who I am, where I'm going, where I came from. But when we look with clarity, without grabbing onto thoughts and beliefs, we see this sort of endless unbinding, a sort of free fall. This is freedom. But you have to move through the fear barrier. And then you have to move through the resistance patterns to the various 
emotion states that will inevitably arise when you face this truth, nose to nose. Fear. Anger. Fear of helplessness, and then helplessness. See that these are all textures of experience and they're all perfectly okay. They don't require us to resist them. But when we avoid them, we do go unconscious to some degree. So, to the degree that you're willing to sit with this unbinding, with this dissolving of all illusion, things tend to go smoothly for the most part. To the degree we fight it, things don't go so smoothly in this process. But once we've digested this truth, even if there is some remaining reactivity, restlessness, resistance, but we face it squarely, we don't run from it, we feel it, we allow it to move through, then we're in a good place. As my Zen teacher used to say, angels could do no more. This is where Zen shines. The answer is just sit. Don't make anything. Don't push or pull. Don't avoid. Don't fabricate. And everything will take care of itself. And all of a sudden, the external uncertainty, the uncertainty in the world is not so much a tiger anymore. It's more like a kitten. You still care, but it doesn't sway you. It doesn't sway you from equanimity. It doesn't sway you from a very deep and profound natural enjoyment of endless unbinding, of endless mystery endless exploration of the unnameable, unfathomable, and yet radiant, luminous nature of what's right here. Not a part, not a subject, not an object, not in time, not in space, and yet radiantly, magnificently appearing as the textures of experience, the sounds and sensations, and the light, the movement and the stillness. All of this emanating, self-presenting as one indivisible expression. 